Well, it looks like my 5-2 prediction tonight for the Lightning didn't carry through as they fell tonight in Montreal. We talk all about that and more, but first, let's play that music. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of a Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. I want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. The Lightning fell tonight in Montreal, 3-2. to two. Like I said before, you know, I predicted them to have this game in the bag, 5-2, against a very, very, I, I, I wouldn't say less talented because i feel like all teams are very talented it's just about accessing that talent but in terms of the nhl totem pole let's say that the the canadians where they are one of the draft lottery teams or at least close to it and then you have the lightning who are one of the better teams you know i i would say at least you know at home the second best in terms of record at home on the road not as good, but you would have figured, though, division rival going up. You know, still a lot of nostalgia winning the cup against the Canadians a couple of years ago. Kind of figured, you know, especially with this team coming off a loss that they would, you know, want to avoid the start of another losing streak. And it didn't happen tonight. It didn't happen tonight, and and it's the same old story with this Lightning team, not getting off to a, a really le- getting off to a less than stellar start. Let's let's be honest, and and you know going down two nothing in the first period, going into the second, things kind of turn turn take a optimistic turn. Uh, Braden Point gets the power point uh, power play goal. His 44th of the season. We'd love to see it. Braden Point continues to to add on to what is already a, a career season for him. That's great. Check it off the list. The Lightning are within one. And then later on in the period, about eight minutes or so, um, Mike Matheson scores pretty much what was the game-winning goal uh, to put the Lightning uh, in a two-goal deficit. They get one back in the third, which is you know great, but this kind of tells you what the kind of the whole story of the of the of the game was. Uh, score a goal scored by uh, Pat Maroon on a broken play on a play that it was a forced pass. Uh, I believe it looked like it was meant for Perry. Um, yeah, it was. It was from Colton to Perry. Gets through Perry, even though it was weird that Perry. That must be a mistake. Um, because Colton got the secondary, got the primary assist on that, which is very strange. And then Colton, Colton got the primary assist, and Perry got the secondary assist, which is very strange. But anyway, I mean that kind of shows you. And, and no disrespect towards Pat Maroon, but when, when he is getting involved in scoring goals, you know, quite honestly, Pat Maroon is out there to to play physical, disrupt. Uh, enforce, uh, be the sheriff out there. Uh, and and when he is scoring goals, 
you know, you kind of have to ask yourself, especially in a loss such as this, you know, what aren't the Lightning doing? <clears throat> and basically, to sum it up, they failed each other tonight. They failed themselves. They went out. They didn't look like they had a whole ton of energy. I mean, quite honestly, this should have been a game where I, I get it. The Montreal Canadiens, they're a feisty team. They're, they're just playing spoiler right now. They're playing for pride. But at the same time, this is a team, especially a team that the Lightning should be able to go out there and, and basic almost to a certain degree have their way with, in theory. Now, obviously, with everything, we could harken back over the last month, you know, how much the Lightning have struggled. And you saw it all in this game. And, and you know, we could also look at Vasilevsky, if you like, and look at what happened. You know, the, the Canadians only had 20 shots on goal. Usually when you have that so many little shots and you score goals, Sometimes it could fall upon the goaltender. I didn't have a problem per se as to what the Lightning, uh, excuse me, what Andre Vasilevsky did tonight. I thought he played well, you know, for what he has been playing this entire season. I've made peace with, in terms of regular season, it, that this is what we're going to get out of Vasilevsky. We're going to get these games where. <clears throat> You know, we're not going to get anything remotely close to what we normally expect out of him, his dominance, his vintage performances. Um, right now, this season, you know, you could look at his numbers and say, and, and we did. We were looking at his numbers for quite some time and saying, you know what? And and looking at the positives, they're not that far off from when he had his Vezina Trophy winning season. And... But at the same time, if you watch the games and you look at the way he's been playing, he hasn't been playing up to that standard. And really what it comes down to it is that I've accepted it. I've accepted it. Right now, this season, in the regular season, he is a, I would say, a, a better than average goaltender this year. He's not great. He has a couple of shutouts, which these days, you know, those are kind of a common occurrence among goaltenders. You know, it's it's not a handful of guys or even 10 guys in the league these days getting ten, uh, getting one or two. It's, it's pretty much every goaltender will probably maybe more likely get one if they play enough. But my thing with it is that now that we know that, and I'm sure there's some Lightning fans that have kind of made the same conclusion as I have with Vasilevsky, now you look at the rest of the team to execute around him, to pick him up, because we've been here so many times on this show talking about how it it being the other way around, Andre Vasilevsky picking up his team. Now, the playoffs might be a different story once the puck drops, but that's something that we will discuss and address as we get ever closer to the playoffs and, and the the ever-looming matchup with the Toronto Maple Leafs. But in this game tonight, when the opposing team gets 20 shots on goal and they score three goals and you get 13 more and you score two, by reason, 
And I know hockey is a funny sport, but by reason that should allow you, especially when you are a very talented team when it comes to scoring, you should be able, in my opinion, to score more goals. That's just how I feel about it. And But when you watch the game, the Lightning were just one step behind everything. Timing, you know, just on plays and everything. I mean, if you want to see what the kind of – if you didn't watch the game and you just want to kind of see what kind of game it was, look at the Kirby Doc and the Jonathan Druin goals. I'll tell you pretty much everything, kind of what this game was for the Lightning. And they did, as they always do, improve as the game goes on. But this is just a very – it's a very frustrating game. It's a very frustrating game this late in the season. If this was early on in the season or if this was November, December, even early January, that's one thing. But we are in the the late stages of March on the precipice of April, and we're still having games like this. I'm concerned, people. I'm concerned, Lightning fans, and you should be too. I mean, if they're going to do this against the Montreal Canadiens, I mean, imagine what if they're going to have a night like that, like this, against the Toronto Maple Leafs in the first round. I'd be very, very upset and embarrassed, to be quite honest. And I'm sure these guys are upset about this. And and more than upset, I think that they, they would probably be very upset about tonight's loss. I haven't seen anything from postgame or heard any postgame sound just of yet. But if I had to guess that, you know, on a night like this when now I don't know if you're if anyone's scoreboard watching, but Toronto Maple Leafs got blown out of the building by the New York Islanders tonight, seven to two or seven to three or whatever the case may be, seven to two. I think it was seven to two. But this was a good opportunity and I wasn't keeping track of it. I didn't even see this the final until after the lightning game or right as I was about to sit down for this recording, the lightning had a good opportunity as much as I don't feel like it's really that big of a difference, but it does give you something to play for. It's a good opportunity to, to get even within more ground of Toronto and the, in the division and, you know, finishing ahead of them potentially gives you a little extra confidence going into the playoffs. But yeah, Tonight was just not a good night for Lightning Nation, Bolt Nation, and the Lightning players. Um, you know, this was one of the nights where these guys have to to really just look at this game as a lesson. And I know we've heard it tons of time times in the in in this sport about how teams, you know, let's wipe the slate clean, let's move on from this. I think the Lightning needs to remember this game. Because, yeah, they're going up against Ottawa in a couple of days. And, yeah, that is – they're not a playoff team. But they're still a very feisty team. They're a team that I feel is on the same tier as the Montreal Canadiens and who could definitely, I believe, do a lot more damage to you if you go out and play the same way you did tonight against Montreal. So, you know, hopefully wishful thinking tomorrow. You know, we'll talk more about this game. We'll talk about, you know, what the Lightning can or shouldn't do going into their matchup uh, on Thursday against the Ottawa Senators. And the next segment, we'll be talking about, you know, 
what needs to change? What do the Lightning need to do to get back on the right track going into the playoffs? We'll talk about all of that. But first, I want to talk about uh, our friends at America's number one sports book, and that is our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Now, they are the best sports book in America for a reason, and that is because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you could get a then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and goal scored. Wherever you want to bet on in the game of hockey, you could probably bet on over under on saves, shutouts, you name it. They got all the prop bets for hockey. And FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. So, yeah, I, I I mean, it's been a very struggle. It's just been a bit very frustrating. It almost makes my head hurt. And, and I'm curious to hear from all of you down in the comments section below. There's a video on YouTube. Let me know what you think. I, I just, it's frustrating. It really is. It's just, it, and I've said it all season long. It feels like when this team takes one step forward, they take two steps back. And it's against the teams that are just, at this point, especially in this season, the, the teams that you should be beating. I, and, and, and I don't get it. You know, if you look at the schedule for this month, I'm sorry. I mean, justify to me. Justify to me, please. Anyone in the comment section below, how you could beat the Chicago Blackhawks but lose to the Montreal Canadiens this late in the season. My opinion, and, and you know, not even taking into account, you know, if if we're going in with a with a clean memory, not even thinking of you know the previous last couple of weeks about how this team has struggled immensely against everybody they faced, not named the Philadelphia Flyers, explain to me, and and also the New Jersey Devils, if you want to throw them in there, that's fine. I'm perfectly fine with that. But if you explain to me how, you know, going into this matchup, if you're just looking at records, if you're just looking at points, where these two teams are, rosters, that's it. Not previous you know, matchups, their last 10, all that BS. Just look at them, break it down real simple. Explain to me how you could justify Tampa Bay Lightning, who are on the verge of going on yet another potential playoff run, who do have all the pieces. You know, some of you might disagree that Julian Brees Boss didn't do enough at the at the trade deadline. I did, I think he did a perfect job. I think he did a perfect job of picking up. Tanner Janot now is Tanner Janot worth it at this point? All the assets that were given up for him, that's a whole different story that we could get into in the offseason over the summer. I thought they did a very good job of going out and getting Mikey Esamont. I think he was a great addition, a great guy to plug in. But at the end of the day, explain to me how this team, how you could justify them losing to the lowly Montreal Canadiens, who 
I, I just don't get it. I, I don't get it. I don't, this isn't a team that is in no shape should have any bit. Yeah. They should absolutely make the, the game close. You know, if the lightning, if the, if the result was on the other end, three, two lightning, that's, that's one thing I'm fine. I chalk that up to a scrappy team at the bottom of the barrel, but how do you justify a 62 point team beating a team that is three points out of second place, tied for second place in their division. You can't. And in the way they played, it it, it, it it's not it's not good territory that we need to be. It, it's not a good territory that we're in right now, this late in the season, uh, seventy three games in. Um, this is this isn't a good look for the Tampa Bay Lightning. This isn't a good look for John Cooper. This isn't a good look for anybody on this team. And this team as a whole needs to do better. I mean, I like the lines. I like the lines now, if you want to follow along. And, and I always see, I believe it's Yellow Snowman, always comments on, on our videos. And and by the way, thanks for, you know, always commenting and being engaged. But and And he has said, or they have said, you know, so many times that, the lines need to be changed that that Stamkos needs to be thrown down to the third. And I agree. I think that not only does he need to be thrown down to the third, which if you follow along on daily faceoff, that's where he starts. But my thing is, is that oftentimes throughout the course of the, the game, you know, he's thrown on the ice with point or the ice on the ice with coach or on with both of them especially in the first power play. And I think my thing is with that is that, yeah, that's worked for you in the past, but, and, and yes, he's your captain and yes, he's the face of your franchise. Absolutely. But at this point in the season, <clears throat> the and, and the way he's been playing, I think we could all agree that that first power play spot for Steven Stamkos I hate to say it, it's, it's being wasted. And and if you're going to throw him down to the third line, don't bump him up when you're trying to change things up. It's not going to work. It's We've seen it time and time. It'll probably work one out of every five games. One every, what, 10, 15 times maybe that we see it. Maybe that's a little too much, but you get my point. I would rather see on that first power play unit, instead of Steven Stamkos, and I know this might sound blasphemous to a lot of people, but I think that would be better suited to have Brandon Hagel, who has been one of the best players on this team the entire month of March. And, you know, especially this late on, you got to start playing the lines that you're going to be playing in the playoffs. And I I wish... I wish John Cooper could hear this. If he's listening, which I doubt he is, but maybe someone could show this to him. But I would love to hear John Cooper's response to this. Is is Steven Stamkos on your third line, coupled with being on your first line, on your first power play unit, is that gonna really going to win you playoff games? Because that's what the playoffs come down to, right? The power play special teams, scoring, you know, all those fun things. 
It, in my opinion, it's not. I'm sorry. Until he starts to pick his play up, John Cooper's got to change things up. Not slightly. A little bit more than slightly. Not drastically. Let's not let's not overreact and 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 throw. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's changed things. He's changed things up quite a bit. The only thing I can think about, I would rather see Tanner Janot on the third line. I I don't want to see Tanner Janot on the second line with Sorelli and Kalorn. I'd rather have Nick Paul out there. I'd rather have anyone other than Tanner Janot. Tanner Janot's job is to go out there and produce here and there while playing a physical game, an all-around game. That's not what he should be doing on the second line. He doesn't score enough to be on the second line. Tanner Janot should be on the third line. Nick Paul, who has been struggling immensely throughout this month, that is where you want to put him along. Anthony Sorelli, one of the better centers on this team, and Alex Kalorn, who has been having a fantastic season in my book, uh, probably not going to be able to get the contract that he wishes that he could probably get. Who knows? Maybe he'll take a pay cut to stay here. That's a whole different story. But I think that Nick Paul deserves to be on that second line. I think that Brandon Hagel deserves to be on the first power play unit. And that's it. And then you just let these guys play. Maybe maybe part of the issue is switching things up ever so much. Maybe don't do that as much. Let these guys settle in. Let Stamkos take a different role. Every guy does it over the course of their – and I'm not saying Stamkos – before people start writing ridiculous things in the comment section, I'm not saying that Stamkos is done. I'm not saying he's finished. I'm not saying that he is not the scorer he used to be. We all know he goes through his phases. And right now, confidently saying this, he is in a phase. He's in a phase where nothing is going right for him. That's just how it is. I think that he is too ineffective right now to be put on that first power play unit. Yes, he executes a lot when he's on the first power play unit. But ideally, I would like to see him on the second power play unit. Brandon Hagel has played fantastic the last couple of weeks, and he has absolutely earned a spot on the first power play unit. So let me know in the comments below what you think about that. I just think that it's time to shake things up a little bit more and keep it the way it is for now until it doesn't work. And then you do whatever you want. That's just me. Let me know in the comments below what you think. Do you agree? Do you think Cooper is kind of meddling too much? Do you think he's offsetting, putting Stamkos down on the third line by just throwing him around here and there with with Cooch and Pointer? Do you think he's also offsetting that change by putting him on the first line power play? Let me know. So we'll wrap things up in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our friends at Built Bar. Now, the NHL playoffs are coming up, and you're going to want all types of snacks while you're sitting on the couch watching the lightning try to go for fourth straight Stanley Cup final appearance. And you're going to want healthy stacks, especially with beach season right around the corner in Tampa Bay, as long as as well as around the country, the weather's getting nicer and you want to look good. You want to feel good. And the best way you can look good and feel good is with built bars. Now, not only do they taste fantastic covered in 100 percent real chocolate, but they also have. 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. So you know they're healthy while also tasting fantastic. And guess what? Now you don't need to wait around for it to get a box. For years we've been talking about ordering Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. So remember, 
if you're close to a Sam's Club and grab, go in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You could thank me later. So wrapping things up on the show, if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast, follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. I want to hear from all of you. I want to hear from all of you, whether it be on our social media pages, LO underscore lightning on Twitter, locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter, DM me, tweet to me, whatever you want to do for mailbags or comments about these lines, about the lightning's play. Are you concerned? I'm concerned. I I think in terms of one being kind of just okay, you know, still optimistic, but kind of leaning towards, and then five being complete panic. I think I'm at around a three. I think that's probably a good happy medium. Um, I don't think the lightning are, I, I, I just feel like they're spinning their wheels too much. I feel like, especially throughout this month of uh, March, excuse me, I feel like we've been going back and forth. Um, more back than forth. Like I said, two, uh, one step forward, two steps back with this team has been a real recent um, trend for them. And, and I feel like this is not the time of year that you could be doing that. I don't think that this is going to be a team as of now if the playoffs started tomorrow, if if you had to put a gun against my head and ask me what I predicted, what I would predict how that series would go against Toronto, quite frankly, you know, unless Andre Vasilevsky has some sort of epiphany, which could very well happen. I mean, we all know how he is when it comes to the playoffs, how he could turn it on in big spots. <clears throat> but if you had, if I had to predict based on what we've seen and, and I don't know, I was trying to be a little bit optimistic on the last episode. Um, you know, they do have a good opportunity to, to get things back together. They play a good schedule the last couple of weeks of the season. So there is still time and hope for this team to, to get things going. But if you had to ask me today, you know, how I think the series against Toronto would go. I would say Maple Leafs in five. I say the Lightning pull one off at home. Maybe two. Maybe, all right, Maple Leafs in six, maybe. But I don't ever see a scenario as of now where the Lightning are up in that series. I don't see them winning. Maybe they win game one. There we go. Maybe they, they steal game one. Maybe they and then they fight off elimination later on in the series. That's how I look at it. And I think I'm very, I think it's very logical and reasonable to arrive at that conclusion as of now. Um, you know, even, even though the Maple Leafs have had their issues, uh, O'Reilly's out for the foreseeable future with tore ligament or broke a bone in his finger. I don't remember exactly what it was, but, Basically, they're starting from scratch now from what they were before they made those trades, pretty much. Um, and I still think that their goaltending situation is a little shady. So I still think that the Lightning do have the upper hand as mortal as Vazzy has been all season long. I still think, in, and we all know 
there's not a lot of chances being taken throughout the course of a playoff series. So we could very well see a very conservative game be played uh, throughout the entire series. And a lot of these games coming down to goaltending. So Vazzy in those big spots. I mean, I, I really, you know, as much as I want to be optimistic about what he's done in the past, you know, the other thing that matters is the present. So I, I, I think it's really a coin flip with him. Um, but you definitely don't want to hedge your bets of an entire series success on your goaltender. You want your guys to go out there and execute. And I, I, I really think that those tweaks that I spoke about before that Cooper should go along with, I think if you make those, you know, you give guys, guys a shot. You know, I don't look at this team right now as a team that could go back to the Stanley Cup final. I think it's going to take some sort of a Cinderella run for this Tampa Bay team to even get back to Eastern Conference Finals. For the those of you who have been following us all season long, you know I said at the beginning of the season, the expectation was at least an Eastern Conference Final appearance. Now, the narrative has changed. The, 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 the emotion or, or the, the state of mind around this team has changed. And so, <clears throat> as of now, going if things don't change with this team in the next couple of months, if we still see them spinning their tires, not really being consistent, going out there, losing to teams that really at this point in the season they should not be losing to, um, especially if they go out to, uh, in, in a couple of nights and, and get killed. Not get killed, but get outplayed by Ottawa. Definitely, definitely should be very, uh, very negative, I guess, in a way. And you would have every right to about what the Lightning can accomplish in the playoffs. I think that we have downgraded in terms of expectations from an Eastern Conference uh, final appearance to definitely, I think, a second round. I think if the Lightning get to the second round, that's 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 awesome. Um but obviously I'm not thinking that far in ahead because we're just focusing about we're focusing on the rest of the season as well as the first round matchup against Toronto. So uh, we'll keep talking about things as lightning continue to figure it out. Uh, make sure in the meantime to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Like I always tell you guys to do uh, hit that notification bell, whether you fit, listen to us on an app based uh, audio form or on our YouTube channel, Go ahead, message me on Twitter directly if you wish for mailbag or just general questions. Uh, I'd be happy to ask them on the show or in the DM. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.